0: Pale ale. We yeah, pale ale. We're starting place. this
1: recording by going over the fact that I've discovered that James Squire 150 Lashes Pale Ale is not, in fact, a beer, according to Addison and Max.
2: Yeah, it's, not, it's not a real beer. Chris has been out of the, the beer for a while, hasn't had a beer in a very long time, so it's uh, he doesn't understand what a good beer is. Um, what instead, is he's beer? drinking... What is beer? What is beer? A beer is just a beautiful crispness. There it shouldn't be this uh 150 blah blah james squires is garbage it's it's um that's slight slightly better than hipster beers at your your local um your local hipster bar yeah hipster bar what are they what are they called they're like craft craft beers
1: well (laughs) do you want do you want to know what is beer want to know what is beer (laughs) what this episode welcome to to be discussed episode 29 So, for those Brilliant. tuning in, the first minute of this is just going to be us talking about beer.
0: So Hopefully that... you enjoy this episode like a nice cold glass of beer, preferably uh, something from James Bogues. As f- I, was about, I, was, I
1: was about to ask, before we get right into the meat of it, what is the beer of choice? What should I be drinking?
2: That's, Look, I, I that's think a big question. You need a, it's it's got to be a staple for the, where you are. If it's Northern Taz, it's Red or Dead. Yeah. Uh, if it's Southern, Southern Taz, it's Cascade, but, you know, gross. Even yeah, if you, you live it. in
0: Hobart, you shouldn't drink
2: Cascade. Alright,
1: so my usual go-to beer uh, being Corona, is that acceptable?
2: Absolutely not, that's disgusting. All right, cool. All right.
1: Today we're talking about Godzilla vs Kong. We're going to have another movie review as we move into our new podcast moving forward. Joined today is Max and Addy uh we watched monsters punch on and now we're gonna talk about it
0: but we didn't actually watch it together so i didn't end up going to the cinema with you guys and got to watch it at a different time so i'm actually really interested to see your guys opinions on what you thought of the movie i am assuming it's going to be the uh usual one of you loved it and one of you hated it um it's very rare that you both agree I um, no,
2: I couldn't hear it. All I could hear was Chris <laughs> talking shit the whole time. Um, <laughs> I wish I, I, wish I talked shit. I wish I was eight seats away from, from these guys. Uh, then I could probably hear it. No, no, it was, it was Chris, Chris and Gredos. Uh Grados has been on the podcast in the past for a lot of our um, uh, superhero flicks. And, yeah, they, they like to discuss a bit while they're going. But I think the worst thing about it was that we had about three rows behind us and across... There was this uh, these two ladies, and they were just sh- must have been sharing like really cool uh, boomer memes to each other because they were on fire. They were laughing so hard throughout the whole film, and I that, yeah, yeah, around. I film. have to say that was
1: one of the noisiest cinemas that I've that oh, I've ever sincere. been to. And and you
2: were a part of that noisiness though. So um, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it.
1: I bit into Grady's uh, little Gratos's, uh but a hand on heart. Dean no longer is a part of the Grados memes. Okay, I'll be silent in the movies going forward.
0: Well, yeah, you yeah. heard it here first. On to be discussed. Uh, we will save um, this voice clip. Let's but let's no, let's, let's the,
1: crack into it. Godzilla vs Kong. All right, who yeah, would we'll, like to open?
2: Look, I'll open. Um, I I didn't mind the film. I think it it definitely had could have had a fair bit of fat cut off it, uh, especially all uh, well, spoilers from this point on by the way guys
0: if you um, haven't yeah if you haven't seen the film why are you listening to everything yeah. i literally,
2: I literally <laughs> can't talk about anything in there without going like oh what kong does that that's why would you tell me that like get like of course i've got to say it um so i i think that there's a huge portion of the film that could have been cut out and could have been replaced with something so much better one of the main things was some of the this, this, uh, the secondary characters, the subplot that was happening throughout the film that supposedly tied into it didn't make a whole lot of sense. What was going on was Godzilla was started attacking people, and he attacked like one place. the The um he Apex. attacked this Love one it. facility, and it was weirdly enough owned by a company called like Apex. And throughout the whole series so far, we've heard Apex Predators and um godzilla just uh just wrecks house with this place like just kind of destroys the building um and then racks off and it's it's obvious from that point you one of the this character that we see i think his name is bernie we see bernie um sees the uh played by brian uh tyree henry um and Bernie is like infiltrating. He's a he's a conspiracy nut. He has his own radio show. He's like uh, uh, he's kind of like a very funky Alex Jones sort of thing. And he's t- talking about how he's infiltrated Apex as like a cleaner or something. <laughs> anyway, and after this this attack, he sees you see a glimpse of this mechanical ball, and it looks like an eye. And instantly, we know. Godzilla exists inside this film so it's um uh it's it's pretty obvious from that point i don't see why we decided to hold on to that for the whole film um it didn't make a whole lot of sense i didn't see the whole point of like having the big reveal and blah 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 so again that doesn't fit in with what i thought of the one of the worst subplots ever with the worst batch of characters. This Bernie guy, even though I've talked about him, I hated him. He, I thought he sucked. There's zero charisma. Millie Bobby Brown was horrible, was god-awful. It was like watching a completely different character from the previous film. I understand why you would put her in this film, but why couldn't she just get a cameo? Like Basically, her dad does. Her dad gets the cameo, um, or her character's dad, sorry. Um, so the, the they're kind of there to push this thing and to eventually reveal that Mechagodzilla exists. Nothing ties in though. Like it just kind of ties in at the very end. It's like, sure, it's Madison from the previous one, from Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But that's other than that, other than name and face, that's it. That's all she is. And then they've got that really silly dude. What's his name? Julian Dennison, the actor, the dude who did the Lynx Australia ad, (laughs) the New Zealand kid. Eddie did the Lynx Australia And ads. the Subway ads um, recently. Ed, the Subway ads. And he does Eddie was in the second Deadpool and I fell asleep through that. And he was a part of why I That has to be one that. of
1: the funniest dude. moments we've ever had. We went to go watch Deadpool 2 oh, and man. I turn over and Addison is dead asleep in his seat
2: in the cinema. Oh, dude. He, but he's so unfunny and he's in there and he's like, Oh, but why would we go into there? It'd be bad. I don't want to go in there. Oh, but we've got to go in there. Oh no! Oh crap! We've gone in there, and and everything went bad. Oh bugger! And it's like oh ha ha! That's hilarious. This is um like Paradise PD style funny. Like it's not as gruesome as that, but it's just oh I hope this doesn't happen. Oh crap! It happened. But it's like it's it's not funny. It's it's crap. Um, it's really poor writing, and the whole the whole subplot was just bare bones, just to reveal this other uh, Godzilla and this Godzilla and it sucked. What we should have focused on was the fact that there was a, a name drop later on. We saw this character there who was being used in the, by Apex and he, he was Ren Sirizawa. Now they're like, Oh, Sirizawa go do this. And instantly you're like, Oh crap. He's also a Sirizawa like Dr. Sirizawa from the previous films. Um, you know, he it could be a different name, but come on, this is this is this film. It's not trying to be super. So it's
1: been confirmed that that is his son, but it's an entire then, subplot that was just cut. Why, that was just cut from the, the film. Why
2: didn't we follow him? Why, like, literally, it would have been so much. It would have been far more important to follow Ren Sirazawa so that we could actually see him. Like, why can't we do that? It'd be so much, so much cooler to see Ren Sirazawa doesn't follow in his dad's footsteps and his dad works for apex and he's doing all this dumb shit with this with this group and then oh crap. And then instantly we can get into he's they part of this thing. They are doing this um this Godzilla, And maybe we would guess get less um uh exposition because that's all that subplot is is exposition having the the trio of Julian Dennison um, Henry and um, and Bobby Brown, we we just got those three just spewing um, landing, exposition. Landing, landing in things by happenstance. Like, yeah,
1: just, literally, literally. I'm, I'm like, on the train like, with the Skullwalkers. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Oh,
2: oh, no, the plot is moving me forward. I'm not moving oh, the dad, plot forward. Oh, dad, it's
1: the end of the battle. I'm yelling out at you. Oh. How do you know? Th- what? Oh, what? How are you in Hong Kong? What? What are you doing know, in Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing
2: in Hong Kong? I've yeah. got a yeah, ton. Yeah. I've got a ton
1: to say about the Serizawa stuff, but we'll get that towards later on because there's some yeah, ton of yeah. stuff I want to discuss. I want to hear but, from um, Maxi. Sorry to cut you off, Fatty.
2: No, you're right. You're right, man. I'm just. I'm, otherwise, I'm gonna say how crappy it was.
1: <laughs> I know we've got to rein you in. I to give Max some chance. So Max, Maxi, tell us what you thought.
0: Well, this is actually the first of the Monsterverse movies that I've seen. Like, I hadn't seen any of the previous ones, so I'm kind of going in on this as a blank slate. Um, and you guys know me. I'm generally, like, the devil's advocate in some scenarios and generally kind, to, kind of keep it neutral if I can. Um, but going into this, I had next to no knowledge except for Addison telling me, you'll know the parts I don't like. Um, which is fair enough. Um, I agree. I didn't overly enjoy the subplot. Like it it was kind of like, all right, I'm, I don't know anything about this. The title's Godzilla versus Kong. I want to see some monsters fight each other. And yes, you know, they had that little bit of a scuffle in the water, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not always a big fan of like water fights or anything it's sometimes hard to see what's going on um and there was lots of tension in in that moment but at the same time i don't know it it felt very um you know as a kong fan or a a kong uh kong simp as we we probably should be referred to kong enthusiast. Enthusiast. enthusiast um Yeah, I I was like, oh, well, you know, this sucks. Like, Kong's obviously going to lose this. Like, he's at such a discrepancy being in the water. Um, And, you know, I, I felt like they kind of rushed the rest of, like, getting them to the South Pole as well. Like, I don't know. It was a weird... That was, like, the main plot line was kind of weirdly paced, personally. Um... It, it wasn't always bad, but um, some some bits were a bit strange. But yeah, I I definitely like I loved the um, con- controversial nature of Bernie's podcast and and that kind of thing, and um, him like investigating Apex undercover. I thought that was really cool. But I think that you know him joining up with a couple of kids to fulfill his quite like Inclusive. mission. Yeah, it was A weird
2: guy who lives in a basement who does a podcast for some freaky stuff about what's going on and the
0: fluoride in the water. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to meet up with these kids. It just seemed weird that it was the... That was the thing that got him to actually go and investigate was these random kids just showing up at his door instead of this is the thing he's been working towards for years, obviously. Um... But I liked the fight scenes. They were, they were pretty cool. Uh, like I said, I've never seen any of the monster films, so I have nothing to compare it to. But some big monsters battled in Hong Kong, and they destroyed lots of buildings and shit. And there was a uh, Kamehameha harvest Gallic Gun moment. It was cool. That that's my thoughts. I think I'm trying to look through the plot and figure out if there was anything else that really. Um, Really spoke to me, except for the the cringeworthy um, moment where they find Mecha Godzilla and they're like, "Oh, it's a mechanical Godzilla," and then, um, what's his face Julian Dennison goes, "No, it's Mecha Godzilla." <laughs> it's yeah, Mika that Godzilla. does happen. Mecha Godzilla. I I don't know. That that was very forced.
1: So. Both those, I like both of them. For me, I got my price of admission. I, I got the fights, the fights were exactly what I wanted. You'll be surprised, Maxie Addison and I agreed on a lot with this film. Like... And, and doing more research and more reading of the film and realising that there were so many characters who have... Um... Like, storylines that were... cut? Um, uh, so like, Ren Serizawa's was cut, um... Maya, um, Simmons, who was played by, I'm going to butcher this, Isaiah Gonzalez, she was, um, the Apex Cybernetics, like, daughter, uh, that was cut, Lance Riddick's character was cut, like, in um, Zhang Z, who was in, um, that, I think she's the lady who finds Mothra, she was supposed to be in it, she was cut, um, and a bunch of, so it seems like a bunch of stuff that people have found out, because I think what's happened is, the Snyder cut has shown that, that maybe our studios do do a little bit more interference than they than they should, which we already knew. Oh, so um know and, that and like pe- so pe- any movie that's really coming out now, people are questioning. And people have been asking the director Adam Wingard and stuff like why why are all these characters and especially high profile characters, um actors like Lance Reddick and stuff just in there and then like gone? Like yeah. so I feel as if like the human stuff, which has never been the strong suit in the monsterverse, I feel like there's some some stuff. is like I agree, Ren Serazar should have been the main character. Would love that. At least Show- for that support Yeah, showing why he was doing the decisions, how it led to so much of it. They cut out a lot of the um a lot of a lot of random stuff. Like for me, there's a big there's a big plot hole, right? And I watched. King of the Monsters, just to double check, because I I, ne- I needed to make sure.
2: Yeah, what was the pothole?
1: Have you watched? Have you in King of the Monsters? There's an ending cutscene where um. The head of the Lannisters, who's the uh, Charles Dance, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah finds, gets, the Godura, finds, finds the Ghidorah, finds the Ghidorah head from the f- yeah, fight the in Brazil. Yeah, the head got
2: torn off in yeah, the water. Yeah,
1: yeah. So if there was one controlling it in the base, and there was one inside Mecha Godzilla. Which is what they say that there's two. Yeah, yeah. In the final fight in King of the Monsters, he destroys all three heads. Where did the second head come from? Yeah, man. That like I was I'm I'm trying to figure it out in my own. But when he becomes Burning Godzilla, he destroys the left and right head, and then he like
2: swallows. Swa- like
1: again. yeah, has the other one in his mouth and shoots an atomic breath into the sky, destroying it. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just a glaring plot hole to me that like played me. But in the grand scheme of things, I really enjoyed like the last 45 minutes. I loved probably the last hour actually. I loved all the Hollow Earth stuff. I thought like visually that was stunning. Um like got like Kong jumping from one end and the one gravity mountain. flipping
2: and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that world was sick.
1: Yeah. A little bit of imagining like jumping to conclusions that that Kong's people built this entire Citadel essentially with doors and, and hand and ax activated um traps and all this stuff. Um, I, I, believe, I, read,
2: I believe so. And the reason why I believe he his race did that is because he was was very young in the Kong film. The Kong film the Kong Skull Island or whatever. I I think that movie sucked, but he was extremely young because obviously that was back in Vietnam. This is now past twenty fifteen or so. When this um when this fight's happening, so it's it's decades, you know, um, so he's grown, but you watch him learn in the film, and I'll get onto that later, and I'll and I'll try to prove my point um, <laughs> of why I think Kong is still young. But continue, Dean. I and, don't want to. And it's like it's interesting. It's
1: it's funny that you say that because apparently what's happening is this film marks the finalization of the Toho Warner Brothers um, collaboration. So th- this, theoretically, apparently this is the last film.
2: That's so weird. That's so weird. Which really like,
1: is strange because this feels like it the feel
2: like a it doesn't feel like a finish. It feels like a they're like gearing um, up for more. Yeah, it feels very unfinished. Um, maybe it was meant to be really big. Um, but then the studios got involved. Who knows? Um, It's, but you're right though. It doesn't feel finished. It doesn't feel like this is the end. Um, I was pretty hyped and the trailer packages, man, like the TV packages were were amazing. Like it really got people hyped. It got so hyped that people were like, yeah, Team Kong and Team Team Zilla. You know, when did we see teams like that, you know, Uh, except for back in Twilight? Uh many, and, many new and Civil go. War
1: obviously. Captain America. Yeah,
2: oh Civil War. Jesus Christ. I don't even remember that. I I I hate um superheroes now. So I probably that probably went straight over my head. Um but yeah, uh what else what else did you did you enjoy or dislike about the film, Chris?
1: Um for me, like overall, I, I found quite a lot of it enjoyable, visually stunning. Um My boy got a lot of screen time. My boy came out the victor, so exactly what I predicted. Um, I must say the movie did play out exactly as I thought it did, so, um, again, this is its it's in the title, this is spoilers, we are talking spoilers here, because there's been two weeks for us, and you can't really talk about this movie without talking spoilers. Um, my boy does win, but he's so burnt out he needs, Mechagodzilla kicks his ass, and uh, so uh, Kong has to get in there and help out. Um, I did see that coming, so and I, and I know it's sad for the for the simp, for the um, Kong simps like Max, the Kong enthusiast, but yeah, you, you, you didn't get the winning card there.
0: Yeah, look, uh, uh, I was a bit disappointed about that, but um, at the same time, you know, we got to see some cool Titan action, Titan on Titan. Yeah, hell yeah! I do think that
2: they that the. Sure, some of the fight scenes are really cool, but I don't think it. They lived up to how hype they made it in the in the trailers, though. For some reason, I just felt like the fights were really small, too, too few and far between. I, I don't know. It, it could just be me. I would have liked an entire film just watching them kick the living shit out of each other. Um, but the um, some of the battles were cool. But what I loved the most was the fact that throughout the film, uh, this is what I was uh, talking about before. Was I saw a lot of Kong learning, uh, which is I think Kong's Kong's biggest strength is the fact that Kong learns. So he's the only only one left of his his species, I, I guess. Uh, so throughout the film, there's just little things, and I like these non-verbal um forms of communication which is actually in really great contrast to um the non-verbal communication that Kong has with the young girl uh the young girl I assume is is deaf so she speaks with um sign language and it was really cool to see that and it was really cool to see that Kong had learned that um but so that was obviously some um, non-verbal communication, but obviously the film also non-verbally communicated in ways like this when Godzilla and Kong fought each other and they were on the ships, they were in the water, and then Godzilla wrapped around Kong. Later on in the film, not too long after, Kong gets wrapped up again, but he learns to break free. And it was just something small. They didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it, but it made sense because it was a weakness, but now he's better. So he'd learn which is why I think that his race um, did do all those things because he was alone and he didn't have others to learn off. Only now he does. He's a lot calmer now. He's willing to to help people as opposed to the Kong Skull Island film where all he was about was just helping the people that were on the island. Um, but now that he's got someone to communicate with, this young girl, you know, he's learning. But there's also moments of where he learns where he's learning... Um, with uh, how to fight because he obviously has never fought something as big and scary as Godzilla. This is something that, you know, um, he, he has to learn to use tools and he does use tools. He finds an axe and that axe has what looks to be a Godzilla spine on it, which it uh, absorbs some of the energy that Godzilla is shooting at him which is awesome. So obviously he's learning and he learns that and he looks at the axe, and he goes, Oh crap, I can do that again later on in the film. And it makes sense with Godzilla because that's what he can do. He retains information and is able to, to use it again, but also nonverbal communication back to that is one of the, one of the coolest scenes I saw was when they got to Antarctica and the little girl says to Kong, um, the family is down in this tunnel because they have to get to that tunnel because that's the access way to the, uh to the hollow earth and the little girl they're all there in antarctica i don't know why they're all kind of like dressed up in like uh jumpers and stuff like i feel like antarctica would be far worse than that um but kong's there they drop him off the little girl says with uh, in sign language that family is down that hole and kong just shoots off straight away instantly just starts running that i think was a very powerful scene uh, and it's something that you just miss, that you miss. But I think it was a very strong scene. And like I said, it was nonverbal communication. It wasn't bullshit exposition, like Millie Bobby Brown's entire um, reason for being in the film is. Um, this was something where you can go, oh, crap, holy crap, Kong really is alone. Kong really does feel empty. He does feel like he's segregated from everybody else. He does feel like he's the only one left, and that's because of that scene where he is willing to just drop the only friend that he currently has to just bolt down into this hole. Um, a few other things about the film that that I uh, did enjoy was definitely, like you said, Chris, the visuals. Uh, the final scene, um, seeing big bullies stomp all over Hong Kong. Um, was was pretty cool the um Godzilla uh was i thought was ugly as hell i'm not sure if you guys what did you guys think of the mechagodzilla like what he looked like i thought he was ugly so i was pretty happy to watch him get the, the absolute
0: shit ripped out of him like what i obviously like- don't have it anything to compare to i just looked up like a couple of pictures of Previous Mega Godzilla's and the only ones I could really find were from like the seventies, so they weren't. You know, they they look. You watch um, your mouth right now, huh? You watch your mouth.
2: Don't you say anything uh, negative about that, that old school Mecha Godzilla's?
0: I was going to say they look really goofy, but at the same time they're you know that's good. Good choice of it, words. It's the old. It's an old style monster movie. Like that's fair enough. But um, yeah, I don't know. He definitely looked intimidating, but the the new godzilla or mecha godzilla um i don't know he just it just felt like there was something missing like he you know he's supposed to be this big like a mechanical marvel monster but he just kind of looked like i don't know he just I, i felt like there was something i can't i can't tell you what it is but yeah, felt like I, was think it,
2: I think it would have been cool to see a Sirizawa, the, the Ren Sirizawa subplot exist, but be something like we knew that that Godzilla, the Mecha Godzilla, existed and we knew it was and it was going to happen. Um so we could see them using it and practicing with it. Um so we could see that. So because it it's not really a surprise at the end. It just kind of happens, and it's like, oh, hmm, I wonder what those two are going to stop fighting each other to fight for uh, at the end of this. huh? Um, it would just but- make sense to just have it exist, you know? Like, it's not a surprise. It's Godzilla. It was a crap surprise because it looked so goddamn ugly. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it was a cool film. Don't get me wrong. It was a cool film. But, God damn it, it is. it is definitely not um a uh King of the Monsters film. King of the Monsters was top tier. I think that was sick. That was such a good movie. I loved it. It was a wicked monster film. Godzilla vs Kong, I don't know, it just kind of misses a misses a lot of beats here and there. And it could be about interference from the from the um studio distributors, production companies, yeah. studios, you know. Um but in in saying that as well, like as, as great as um the Snyder cut was for, for people to see. Um I still haven't seen it yet because I don't want to sit down for four hours to watch something. If I'm gonna sit down and watch something for four hours, it's gonna be that elusive um four hour uh later on a 2049 cut if they ever decide to release that. But it's sure it might be awesome but what I think should happen is I think studios should have faith in their directors and their writers to create a product. That works because i don't want fans to think oh cool if something comes out and it sucks the studio is just going to go oh well here's the revitalized version of what we were meant to bring out here's another 20 bucks to come it's and what see the director
0: it. actually wanted to do yeah what the director actually
2: actually wanted to do like come on man you you you're just making excuses to pump out more crap Um, like i'm sure snyder cut was wicked uh, but it's just making it easier for people to make multiple versions to get more money Um, which they've always done director's cuts and stuff like that in the past but that is way different a director's cut is not snyder cut snyder cut is not what you would just simply call a director's cut it's it's so far different from the from the original that got released it's um, or from my understanding anyway, especially four hours for God's sakes. Um, uh, just just to yep.
1: quickly interject because we obviously talk about, I think if I was to put it down, I'd think about less than 10% of what was in Justice League, Justice League, actually appears in the Snyder Cut. League,
2: yeah, yeah. But like, I don't want that to happen to Godzilla vs. Kong. I, I just wish they made Godzilla vs. Kong uh, good because it's really hard to come after King of the Monsters. You know? Like, I don't know, do you think King of the Monsters was better, uh, Dean, or do you think it it was... um, For me, it's it's
1: the second. So it goes, from worst to best, it goes Kong, Sky Island, Godzilla 2014, Godzilla vs. Kong, King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters is just... I don't know why people don't like it and they're saying Godzilla vs. Kong is better. King of the Monsters, I... So much time for me. If you said you were going to watch King of oh, the Monsters, dude. I'd be like, hell yeah. If you said you were going to watch dude, Kong Skull Island, couple, I'd be like... I watch
2: every couple of months, man. Like it, it can be a background film. It could be a film when I sit down with popcorn. It's a film that I'll watch because I'm just like, I love monsters punching the fuck out of each other. This is awesome. This is wicked. I love that. And it's like, it's, the scale of things, man, is so cool in that film. But in Godzilla vs. Kong, I think the scale gets brought down a bit with the really bad comedy because that was a thing that... that lost me in King of the Monsters was the bad comedy. In this, there's a lot more of it. Godzilla vs. Kong, is just so much of it. it's It hurts. But, yeah.
1: Alright, well, um, I'll, I'll count that as your closing remarks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's, um, <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, it's I, all good. I can, like... I can talk about Godzilla vs. Kong for ages, man. Uh, we're, um, we're always like this, so we always could. It was a, it's a modern series that I was uh, that I look forward to and that I get keen for, you know, and I got disappointed by it regularly. <laughs> so I did like the the 20, 2013, was it? 2013,
1: 2014, but uh, yeah, 2014, um, Godzilla's really good. Uh, yeah, I, really
2: uh, I liked that one. Um, you know, that was that was awesome, but it was like, what? Uh, oh, that's why I'm thinking 13. I think, um, Godzilla only had 13 minutes of screen time uh, <laughs> in that film, so and also he was chonky, he was a big dude. But um, yeah, okay. but yeah, with that, you know, sorry to sorry to derail it so many times, sorry to talk so much, but um, yeah, I just love talking about these monster films. If we could talk more about monster films; that'd be awesome.
1: We'd have to do a dedicated special to the monsterverse.
2: Yeah, hell yeah! Um, or so, just so
1: Max, your final remark before we go to scores.
0: Um, look, I honestly thought it was an enjoyable movie. Like I, unlike our previous movie review that we did uh, on our last episode, I would actually recommend people to go and watch this. Um, as in, if somebody asked me to go, I would be like, if they were, if they should go, I'd be like, yeah, it was a cool movie. Um, there were obviously some things that didn't make sense and some things that I didn't personally like. Um, but like we mentioned before, with the Hollow Earth stuff, um, which is like. Ridiculous when you think of it in real life physics and things, but in if you just suspend your disbelief like you should when you're watching any good fiction, it was fantastic. It was really cool. It was a really cool idea. Um, the visuals were fantastic. The fight scenes were really good. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. That's it.
1: Yeah, so I'm the same. So I, I I felt I'm gonna say I felt cut about cut out a good portion of human stuff. Give me just streamline a lot of the um, get straight into the Hollow Earth mode. Shifting the characters. There's a there's a ton of we, I would have suggested, but um, I'm rating it above Godzilla 2014, which I rate quite highly. Rating it under, so I'm going to give Godzilla vs Kong a solid eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, Addy, yeah. what are you going with?
2: Um, look, i oh, five out of ten. Um, honestly, it was it was great. Don't get me wrong. Well, five is six out of ten. Actually, yeah, let's give it a six, just because it's not it's above average. It looked great, great score. Um, just not so great actors, um, not so great plot. The, I like dudes bashing each other in in uh, cool locations. That's awesome. But you know a six, I can't really give it much more because it's doesn't hold up as high as the previous previous films. What was your score, Max? Didn't I hear you say you you gave some closing remarks. What was your score?
0: Um, I probably like not to not to be the one that just actually sticks in the middle of you two. But I probably would have given it about a seven, seven and a half, just because, like, it's not my favorite movie of all time, but I did quite enjoy it. And I've got nothing else to compare it to in the MonsterVerse. And for something, like, going into a movie like this, which is obviously going to be, you know, you're going to have to suspend a lot of your disbelief. It has the potential to be really corny and really bad in that sense. I felt like it actually, you know, it, it drew, like, a lot of the Monster stuff really drew me in. The, as we've all said, the human stuff can take a back, like a backseat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd probably have to, yeah, give it a seven. Hell yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for checking in back with To Be Discussed. Um, next podcast will be out in two weeks and we're going to go back. Hopefully we're going to get Ollie on board and We're going to go back to a little bit more video game centric. Um, we did the movie reviews kind of to ease us in. We want to thank Max for joining us for the past two episodes.
0: It's okay. Um, Thank you so much, Max. Definitely, no worries. You'll definitely
1: catch Max uh, more. Uh, things to look forward to. We just released a studio update um, on our website, so if you want to check that out, there will be a link in the description of what's going on. But look forward to new shows coming out. Rotations is returning this month. Um, first episode of Fireside Fan Fiction is coming out, and then Play Sessions, where me and Addie play some games, like we did before. Out New Vegas, is starting next month. Um, yeah. So Productions is going right into... Um, everything's coming back up. So, uh, we thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you all on the flip.
2: All right. Take it easy. Happy Easter.
1: Yes. Yes. Happy Easter too. Happy holidays.